Welcome to The Leadership, a business-focused talk show brought to you by The Vested Group. We talk to entrepreneurs, employees, thought leaders, innovators, dreamers, disruptors, and even our own children about what makes us tick on and off the clock. Welcome to a new edition of The Leadership Podcast brought to you by The Vested Group. You can find out more about us at thevested.com. My name is Hillary Patterson and I'm here with a new co-host, Denise Scarpa. Today is going to help me out and we have the good fortune of interviewing Kelsey Cameron. Kelsey, welcome. Hi, everyone. <laughs> All right, so we always like to start with the basics. How did you wind up at TVG? Yeah, so this is actually a really interesting story. So I've worked with Joel, the CEO, for about five years now. I, on the side, I run my own custom clothing and personal shopping company. And so he's been my client for five years. But through COVID, I really had to redirect and I got into human capital management software sales. And I swear, as soon as I told Joel that, he's like, you know what? You need to meet with Jason, our head of sales, and really learn about what the Vested Group does. And as soon as I sat down with him and got to know your guys' mission, exactly what you do for businesses, it was a no-brainer. I knew I had to come on board in your team. You're definitely the first shop, personal shopper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're not saying. We're just saying. Uh, I mean, it is. The office is slowly getting better dressed. We're getting so. yeah. 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 More, hint, more hint. stylish every day she's there. Exactly. So if she leaves a note on your desk. Okay. It's a hint. Yeah. It's like, eh. So where did you grow up? Do you have siblings? Tell us a little bit about your family and your background. Yeah, so I grew up in Northern California, uh, but I moved to Texas about 10 years ago. So now my parents live just about an hour away in Salina, Texas, and my parents are both doctors. So my dad's emergency room, my stepmom's an anesthesiologist, and my dad and I are very, very close. Uh, we go on regular scuba diving trips together. He taught me how to scuba dive, and and so we've gotten to travel all over the world together. So very close with him. And I also have two older brothers and an older sister. So pretty big family. All right. You said you're the baby. I am the baby. Yes. <laughs> I enjoy it for sure. <laughs> good to have the older protectors. And, you know, it's always good to be the dad's favorite as the youngest. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. It pays to be the youngest for sure. Absolutely. So do your siblings live around here also? No, they're actually a little all spread about. So I have one sibling in Chicago, my brother, another brother over in California. San Francisco, and then as my sister's in Sacramento, California. So really, you are the favorite if they live here. I mean, it's easy. I'm the only one who actually spends mm -hmm. time with the family, you know. <laughs> but no, we're all we're all pretty close. I'm sure they're probably busy though. Doctors usually have, you know, especially ER doctors. I would imagine crazy schedules. Absolutely. Absolutely. Back in the day, but you know, as they've gotten older and you know they have hierarchy now, they get better hours, less shifts. So slowly moving towards retirement. Right, well, yeah, that seems reasonable. They're yeah. not old though. No, we didn't say that. So, um, <laughs> They're not young. So, tell us what you do at the Vesta Group. Yeah, so my role as a sales executive is really to consult with these business owners to understand their pain points and then to suggest and implement software that's going to help support them as they grow and scale throughout the life cycle of their company. So, I've really, really enjoyed it so far. You know, as a sales executive, I really have a piece. Uh, a part of every cycle of the sales process throughout where they go. You know, some more than others, but it's just really great to see it from start to finish. Mm -hmm. yeah. So to, to add on to that a little bit, why do you come to work? What is your why? Why I come to work, specifically at the Vested Group, I love coming there because the people, the culture, the positivity, you know, it's not many places you go into work and you're really excited about being there. But when I come into work every day, I really am. 
you know, everyone is so positive. They're hard workers too, you know. And my why individually for why I work so hard is I want to make myself proud. I want to be the best possible version of myself no matter what role that I'm in. So. Yeah. Right. Very good answer. Good answer. Thanks. So going either actually further way, way back. Yeah. When you were a kid, did you want to be in the sales cycle? Was oh. that your dream job? No. You know, it's <laughs> funny. Like, so many people wind up in sales, but no one as a kid I really want to be in sales, you know? <laughs> yeah. And honestly, when I was little, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I knew that whatever I wanted to do, I wanted to do it really well, though. Because part of me has always been a perfectionist and a hard, hard worker. Mm -hmm. But, you know, when I got into college or a little before college, I was like, you know, what if I followed my parents' path and I was in medicine and a doctor or a nurse? And then I, you know, in college, as I went through pre-med and pre-nursing, I learned I had a syndrome called vasovagal. So when I saw blood, I literally almost passed out. Yeah. So I'd get flushed and I said, you know what, maybe this isn't the field for me. Quite prohibitive. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so my other passion was business. And so I really dove into that in, you know, business standpoint, whether it was fashion, whether it's now software business and consulting with all types of different business owners in the industry. That's what my passion has come to. We have some clothing companies too, so we do. I know. We do have a few clothing yeah. clients. I'm, I'm skilled right there. Mm -hmm. then. I'm excited to work with a retail company. I haven't gotten to work with one quite yet, but that'd yeah, be great. It'll come for sure. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you mentioned TVG's culture and how we do have a lot of our culture is great. We have a lot of things that we offer. Of all that fun stuff, what is your favorite TVG workplace tradition? Well, honestly, I'm still relatively new, only been at the company a couple months, but I have had the honor of going to the Christmas parties since I was Joel's client in the past years, and I know we have one coming up, and I'm just in the holiday spirit, so I'm going to say the Christmas parties, you know, and also that, you know, Denise decorated the office a couple days ago, and so Good. just, you know, the overall festiveness of the office and celebrating together in Christmas. Did you do your fingernails then? Did. Yes, the little candy cane. My candy cane. Jealous <laughs> nails. <laughs> and I, I saw somebody the other day that had like a candy cane Apple Watch thing, and I was like, Ooh, oh, that's, that's cute. Okay. Yeah. And I was like, that's I keep hinting that I want an Apple Watch for Christmas. So With the candy we'll cane. Just, yeah. Yeah, Just yeah. make it we'll all candy cane now. <laughs> Tis the season. I mean, it's great. It works with everything. I love it. All right, so what do you like, or what do you wish people knew about you? Just outside of work, inside work, whatever, just something that, that maybe doesn't show up on that quickly. Yeah, I think my passion for mental health and um, contributing to foundations and nonprofits in the mental health world in the DFW area, I really lean in with two main organizations. So NAMI, the National Alliance on Mental Illness, and the Grant Halliburton Foundation. So I'm not only a public speaker where I'll go into schools and educate youth on the importance of mental health, but I'll share a personal story of um, you know, my background in mental health, mental illness, and, you know, hope and recovery. And then through the Grant Halbert Foundation, I've been a three-year committee member and event chairman for them, helping them raise hundreds of thousands of dollars for mental health. That's wow. Awesome. Is that a local, just DFW? <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Grant Halbert Foundation. They wow. do incredible work. That is incredible. Yeah. Is there anything else that you do outside of work? Like any hobbies? You mentioned scuba yeah. diving, and yes. we talked a lot about that because we're both divers. Yes, Denise, so, you're a great scuba diver. So what else? Is there anything else that you like to do outside of work? 
I love well, a couple things. So I'm a big world traveler, so I love to explore. I've been to over 20 countries. So anytime I'm not at work, I love to be traveling, doing something different, experiencing new cultures. Um, but also, you know, locally, I love to hang out with my cats. I'm a proud cat mom of two, two cats. <laughs> <laughs> I know, Hillary, you have some cats too. Yeah, they're cute. And I love to work out, um, keep my body healthy, and, you know, hang out with friends. And obviously my charity work. Mm -hmm. It does sound like a busy schedule, actually. Mm -hmm. A little bit. Yeah. Keep you going. Oh, yeah. All right, here's our challenge question. All this right. is a hard one to ask, actually, or to answer at least, is what is the funniest thing that's happened to you recently? Yeah, that, okay, that is a hard one. <laughs> uh, and I think, you know, sometimes a lot of funny things happen to you, but you don't, it doesn't come top of mind. But the last thing I can remember is over Thanksgiving, um, my parents have about 30 chickens out in the country. So one of the coops, you know, late night before I went to bed, had some wine, and I went to go open and play with the chickens a little bit. Well, I didn't shut the door all the way. Uh-oh. And I didn't realize that, yeah, <laughs> until the morning. Uh -oh. thank, thank goodness I was the first one to get up, and I was like, looked out the window, I was like, why are all the chickens running around? And I realized I left the door open. So I spent an hour trying to silently gather all these chickens. <laughs> chicken dance for sure <laughs> this one little silky was getting away from me I had to go run after her Funny. so it took me about an hour but I gathered them in and then I swear like two minutes later my parents woke up I was like nothing happened sweaty wow <laughs> yep. for a run yep no chickens were lost in their night that's they, lucky they had a yeah. lot of fun yeah. play <laughs> our neighbors have chickens and they've had a lot of chickens over the years mm -hmm. and every once in a while they leave the, the pen open and the next morning, there's just big piles of feathers in our backyard. Well, the chicken, yeah. presumably a chicken, yeah. We've we've lost yeah. a couple to the coyotes uh -huh. and then snakes. They've yeah. been slithering in, so they're actually building a custom chicken coop oh, that, to yeah, protect them. The Taj Mahal. They really, honestly, have a chicken Taj Mahal. Mm -hmm. Do they? Still have to, yeah, you have to close it. Yeah, the gate. essential. So yeah. won't be doing that again. Yeah. Okay, this is a fun question, I think. When we finish this interview, you step outside the office and you find a winning lottery ticket that and you win $15 million. What would you do with it? That's a good question. Uh, so with 15 million, I think there's a couple things that you can do with that, right? So one, uh, you know, my mom suffered a major stroke and so I, one would get her in an incredible facility, you know, top of the line is one thing, take care of your family. Uh, but then, you know, with a couple million, I've always had this thought, like, why don't millionaires do this? Why don't they give $1 million to three, like, incredibly deserving families? You know, like, really interview them, get to know them. Who would this really impact the most? and give away and change, you know, three big families' lives. And then I've always wanted to open a foundation of my own in mental health. And uh, I've always wanted to open a nonprofit called Good Kittiesville, where we take in homeless cats um, that we can, you know, bring up, give a good home, and then rehome eventually. And then the rest of that, invest it and travel all over. What would your uh, mental health organization be focused on? Um, suicide prevention and depression and anxiety treatments and I think there's a lot of foundations of mental illness for youth specifically well I'm gonna kind of focus on ones that didn't have that support in youth and focus on young adults and families as well mm -hmm. and men actually too um, there hasn't been a big focus on just mental health in men mm -hmm. and 75% of suicides are male so Makes sense. Yeah, you do have a teenage focus, though. That's 
Although, and it's smart. Mm -hmm. I say it's a good place to put it. It's good yeah. because you 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 stop it in its tracks when they're young. Mm -hmm. But I kind of want to provide something different for the DFW area one day. Yeah, that sounds fabulous. Mm -hmm. All right. So if you had to pick one song to play whenever you walked into a room, what would it be? So that's a hard one because I'm a huge fan of Lizzo. Because what else? <laughs> right? I can't wait to hear what this song is. Right? Right? Because what what else gets you up so well in the morning than a good Lizzo song, right? But I'd have to say Watch Me Shine from uh, Legally Blonde. If you guys haven't heard it, look it up after this. It's been a minute since I've seen that movie, but I'll have to, I'll have okay. to Google it. Okay. It's just a woman empowerment song, and it's pretty much like you can do, you know, whatever you want to do. And a little part of me feels like I'm legally blonde because people underestimate me, and then I love proving them wrong. All right. Like it. Yeah, yeah. It's good. It's good. Okay, so if you were to get the ultimate promotion to CEO tomorrow, mm. what is the first thing that you would do or change? Uh, she would do a CEO dance. A little oh, CEO okay. dance. <laughs> That's the dance. Okay, I'm like, ooh, I'm getting excited. I know. So the first thing I would do as a CEO would be to gather the team and then establish trust. Because the first thing as a leader is you need to make sure that your team respects you, that they understand your vision for the company, and really to rally them at first and make sure that they know that this is still going to be an incredible company and a team under my leadership and what my vision is for the future. Awesome. That's a really good answer. Oh, oh thanks. A winner there. I mean, yeah. points. We get points. And I honestly, Joel's such a great CEO. It's like, I don't know what I would change because this company is so great. But at first, yeah. it's just establishing that trust. Yeah, it is a hard question for sure. Mm -hmm. That sounds good. All right. <laughs> Well, I think that about wraps us up. Um, thank you, Kelsey, for being our guest today. And if you would like any more information on The Vested Group, please visit our website at thevested.com. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you, guys.